0: For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfonderry. President Biden met separately with moderate Democratic Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema in a bid to win their support for far-reaching Democratic voting rights legislation. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is hoping to have unanimous support from his party members when he brings the legislation to the floor today. Republicans will be unanimous in their opposition. They plan to filibuster the legislation to prevent a vote on it. Mary Sherman reports. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer brings the For the People Act up for a vote. It's a vote on whether the Senate should simply debate the issue of vo- voting rights, the crucial issue of voting rights.
1: Democrats say the measure is needed to override new state-level laws that restrict access to the ballot. Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says he'll block the measure.
0: They've made abundantly clear that the real driving force behind S-1 is a desire to rig the rules of American elections permanently, permanently in Democrats' favor. That's why the Senate will give this disastrous proposal, no quarter.
1: The opposition comes despite Democrat Joe Manchin's compromise bill, which would make Election Day a federal holiday, strengthen voter ID laws and ban partisan gerrymandering. A bipartisan group of senators is hammering out final details of an infrastructure compromise, which reportedly would spend $830 billion. Republican resistance to tax increases remains a sticking point. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Mary
0: Sherman. It's Election Day in New York City. Voters will decide who succeeds Mayor Bill de Blasio. For the first time, the primary is using ranked choice voting, a system that lets voters rank up to five candidates instead of choosing just one. The leading candidates to succeed term-limited New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio include Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, who's a former police captain, former presidential candidate Andrew Yang, former City Sanitation Commissioner Catherine Garcia, former de Blasio administration attorney Maya Wiley, and Manhattan Borough President Scott Stringer. Eight Democrats are running to succeed District Attorney Cyrus Vance Jr. He has been leading a probe of former President Trump's business dealings. A federal judge dismissed most claims filed by activists and civil liberties groups who accused the Trump administration of violating the civil rights of protesters who were forcefully removed by police before then-President Trump walked to a church near the White House for a photo op with a Bible last June. The lawsuit alleged that Trump and then-Attorney General Bill Barr conspired to violate the rights of protesters. In a statement, the Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law said the ruling set an extremely dangerous precedent and that former officials like Barr were getting off scot-free. A new book by two Washington Post reporters says in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, former President Trump considered sending U.S. citizens infected with the coronavirus to Guantanamo Bay. That's where the U.S. has held captives in the so-called war on terrorism. Trump reportedly asked White House staff, quote, don't we have an island that we own? What about Guantanamo? Guantanamo. Trump said, we import goods. We are not going to import a virus. Trump himself was later hospitalized after contracting COVID-19. The book also says Trump complained about coronavirus testing. He reportedly told his Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar, quote, I'm going to lose the election because of testing. What idiot had the federal government do testing? Azar responded, quote, uh, do you mean Jared? That was a reference to Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who had been put in charge of testing five days earlier. Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib has become the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Nassib announced the news on Instagram.
2: I just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm gonna do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting and that's compassionate. And I'm gonna start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project.
0: The Trevor Project is a nonprofit that seeks to prevent suicide among LGBTQ youth. The Spanish cabinet has issued pardons for nine imprisoned politicians who helped organize a secession referendum in 2017 for Spain's Catalonia region. Socialist Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez says the pardon is needed to bring reconciliation. The former Catalan vice president had received the harshest sentence of 13 years in prison for addition, and misuse of public funds. He and others have already spent three and a half years behind bars. The pardon lifts the remaining years of their prison terms, but they will not be allowed to hold public office. I'm Eileen Alfonderry for Pacifica Radio.